Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Make sure you gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. We're racing at Sandown this afternoon in Victoria. Benny I said joins me now to go through his best bets on a Wednesday afternoon. And Benny I said, isn't he seeing them beautifully at the moment? Hello to you, Benny. Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? I'm over these twilight Wednesday afternoons, but we'll persevere. First race at Sandown in Victoria at 505. 5.05. 3.05, where do we start with your best bets? Yeah, mate, I've had enough of them too, let alone probably the participants. But we will kick off in race three, number three, Ebony King. We did this, did give this horse a nice push yesterday on the midweek masterclass. There's been a bit of a scratching second favourites come out, so there's some deductions. He, he's in quite tight now, but I think he'll get the job done for the Graham Begg and Geordie Childs camp. We'll then go to race five, number four, the Swooper. For the Hawks Yard, B Mallon the ride. As I said yesterday, this bloke, he was really good last start at the Valley. Love the way he ran the 1,200 metres out strong. Mallon goes on. I think they should roll to the front, take this up, and uh, he'll be hard to run down on the lake side. We'll then push to race eight, number 12, Sione. Patrick Payne trains Craig Williams to steer. Look, just had no luck this mare last start, the way the race was run. She was only beaten 1.3 lengths by Pacific Ruby. That horse has won five in a row in hot form. She's two out of three second up. She looks ready to fire second up today. This is, I, lo- I just love the setup for her today. She looks a good bet each way. So race three, number one, race five, number four, race eight, number 12, Benny at Sandown for you. How do you think this track will play? Yeah, look, mate, I, I think it will play leaderish early, and I'm hoping they, they get down the middle later in the day. That's how I've got it. Mapping, but uh, hopefully it comes to fruition. Good on you, brother. Good luck today. Thanks, Gareth. Jack Dickens with the Midweek Masterclass. His first bet was scratched, and that was Prosenia March, race three, number three. And his other bet, race seven, number three, I think is also out today either. So Dicko hasn't got a bet today with his uh, Midweek Masterclass staking plan. Dean Watling, Dino, I don't know what social media platform it was, but they've got you as the number one tipster in the country at the moment. So congratulations on behalf of everybody here on Giddy Up and that's sticking it up, Dicko, the best possible way. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Um, you're only as good as your, your last tip, though. So the greatest game of all, um, the racing game we play, it's the greatest level of all as well. So um, now Peter Baxter does a great job. He, he oh, so it's not your brother. All the tipsters. It's not your brother. You didn't quite get that. You didn't quite get that, Dino. He's still, he's still, he's still um, recovering from his weekend bender. Dino, um, you there, brother? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I was just saying, Peter Baxter. So it's not your brother that did that list. No, no, no. no. Sorry, I missed the joke. It's gone straight <laughs> over my head, Gareth. You need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and can you just tell everybody what happened there last on, on Monday? Just so I want to get this out out of the way before, like. Um, 
Dicko um, get stuck into you tomorrow, mate. So you're okay. You just the, the the alarm didn't go off. Is that right? Yeah, so I had my alarm set, my phone charger on, and it hasn't charged overnight. I've missed my alarms and, yeah, woken up a little bit late um, to their embarrassment. So I apologise, but I'll be back next week, and I'm back on board this week. So all is good. We love you, mate. We were just worried about you, but the, the best story was, so it was on a Monday morning, and Dino goes, sorry, mate, um, or text message. Phone um, died. The alarm didn't go off. Give me a couple of minutes. I'm ready to go for the racing review. It was 20 past nine. The review goes from eight to nine. So <laughs> I don't know what clock you're looking at, Dino. So how do we make some money on the Kensington track, right, man? It's a really good meeting today. We've got plenty of trial runners. And the Kenzo track's an outstanding track. It's probably my favourite track in Sydney. Um, should play really fair with the rail and the true today. The first of the bets comes up in race three, number four. Captain Amelia, John O'Shea trained... Galloper. Um, she's out. She's a fool to intrepidation, which was a nice horse. And she's out of a fool sister who was unraced um, to Anna Heath. So the breeding's really good and the speed in the pedigree, which I love. Um, she's out of Dundee, so she'll get better further. But she's had the one trial over 740 metres, which is very interesting for the O'Shea stable. But I ran the stats last night and he strikes at around about that 18.6% strike rate when he has horses first up off one trial. We saw him did it with um, Cafe Millennium a couple of weeks ago compared to two trials where he strikes at 12.9%. So I like that push. J-Max sticks on the trials, gets a lovely run in transit and the, the favourite ballroom bell has come out and will be saved for the magic night on Saturday. So race three, number four, Captain Amelia to kick us off. And then what are we doing, Dino? Yeah, race four, number three, Chartwell. I think if you watch the replay, you're probably a little bit disappointed by this um, girl's efforts last start at Wyong. But if you run the sectionals, um, they went really slow in that race, around minus uh, six lengths, slower than the average to the 800-metre mark. And um, she's run the fastest last 400 and last 200 in the entire meeting. So she just hasn't had the right setup in transit. She gets a lot more tempo today. And the current favourite, Snick Cat, has had 11 chances and is yet to win. Comes out of a strong race at Nara, but I think that winner has flattered the form and markets like that. So I'm heavily against Nick Carr and I think race four and number three Chartwell can win. Is that all, brother? No, we've got one more. Race six, number five. Um, arbitration. I really like this horse. Two trials for Godolphin. J-Max six. Barrier three. Hypothetical comes out of a really nice race in town but Barrier 11 is going to have to do a lot of work to cross and lead and I think Arbitration should get the perfect tag off the back of that. So I think we round up the day. We race six, number five. Good on you, Dino. We'll catch up with you for trial time just after 10 o'clock. Looking forward to it, mate. Thanks for the great tip-off. Mickey Gaddon joins us. Mickey, what are you doing on the Kensington track at Randwick on a, on a Wednesday afternoon? As I say, good morning. Good morning, G. Uh, good morning, listeners. Yeah, look, I, I agree with Dino. I'm very keen on Capital Heart and Race 2. It was very, very impressive. Um, sorry, Dino wasn't with Capital Heart, was he? My apologies, he's with the other O'Shea runner. But my best does come in race two, number one, Capital Heart, G. Um, so this is very, very good second up, beaten by a very talented type and should be getting the job done there. So race two, number one, Capital Heart. I do agree with Dino in race three, Captain Amelia, the horse trials sensationally. I'm very, very keen on that horse. And when J-Mac rides at the trials and then sticks um, on... Uh, debut, that's a very, very good push in itself, isn't it, G? Yep, 100%, mate. What else are we doing? And then I'm going head-to-head with a great man, Dean Watling. Oh, that's Probably dangerous. According to yeah, Peter Baxter, well, he's the number one man in the well, game. Turn it up. He doesn't even know that Dicko and I exist. 
Yeah. I obviously haven't seen Benny Fed either. But anyhow, here we are. We're going to go race four. I'm with uh, Snick Cat. I'm happy to take on Dino here. Oh, that form line has been said that the winner has come out and won. So subsequent winner there. But the third horse, Idolo, has also come out and won. So you've got Snick Cat that's finishing between those two. And there was a bit of a margin for Idolo there. So I suggest that Snick Cat gets the perfect setup here today. Tyler Sheeler on board, draws low, goes forward. Uh, this is this is her last chance, right? So she can't win today. We'll, we'll completely pen her. But I think at the price, she looks a great bet around the $4.20 with 365G. They're the three plays for today, mate. What's your very best? Uh, Capital Heart, race two, number one. Obviously, Peter Baxter hasn't seen my trot tips. Yeah. Well, you go to the greattipoff.com, G. You'll pick up all your trot Beautiful. tips and all, yeah. all the racing <laughs> I'm only staring. Tips, mate. I'm only stirring. <laughs> hey, love your work, mate. Love you, brother. Have hey, a good one. Same to you. There's Mickey Gannon from The Great Tip Off. And you can get Mickey Gannon's full set of tips. And you just pay a subscription of $25, which is great value. He does form for all the New South Wales meetings, plus a comprehensive staking plan on a Saturday with the speed maps at the Metropolitan meeting. So it'll be at Rose Hill this Saturday. $25. Um, great value for money. grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhound Racing. Matawatu Dogs today. And our man, Mark Rosanowski, joins us. Mark, good morning to you. Gareth, good morning. I tell you what, I've got pen and paper here. I'm writing down tips furiously. It's going to be a great day. I've got the day off today, and I'm going to, I'm going to have a yeah. few bets. Yeah, you should follow our team and bag of tips, mate. Um, they're on fire at the moment. And um, Dan Roberts has had a slow start to his campaign on Giddy Up, so we need you to lift for the, um, the, for the dogs there in New Zealand because, you know, you play a very important part because we're betting responsibly, of course, one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. But if we have a $2 or a dollar each way on your tips and you get us off to a, a nice start, it builds a nice pool for us to kick off our day. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Look, Thrilling Marvel got up last week, so I was very pleased with him. You were. He ran a track record, which is a bit of a shock to me, I've got to say. I, I couldn't I couldn't tip the track record, but... Uh... <laughs> he got well backed in and he won well. Um, previous week, of course, was Omatakea, and it came out and ran second last week, and I see it's been backed in today. But look, I'm going to a dog in a race number 10, and it's number 10. It's not often we get uh, the opportunity to chip uh, race 10, number 10, at Manawatu, but it's um, a dog called Big Time Noise. Now, the price is evaporating before my eyes. She was put up 2.4. She's into 2.1 quite recently. She comes into box six. I don't think that'll be a problem. She resumed uh, after a few weeks' break on Friday, and she was quite outstanding. They're running really quick times at Manawatu at the moment, uh, hence Marvel with that record. But Big Time Noise ran very quick as well, and I don't see any reason why she wouldn't just win again. She's been good right from the outset, but they've been trying her over a middle distance, and she's been running okay races, but that's where her defeats have come. She's five from six over the short course, and she resumed over 3.75, and that's her trip today. I think initially her price was uh, 2.4 because of a dog called Big Time Party from the same kennel, who's won two and also run a bit of time and is a serious threat, but Big Time Noise, race team number 10, Hope to uh, carry us to victory today at Manawatu. I'm not calling today International Women's Day, so Philippa Morris is in the commentary box. Well, you enjoy your day off, Mark. We appreciate your time as always, mate, and go and get them today. Race 10, number 10 at Matawatu Docks. Thanks, Gareth. All the best. There is Mark Rosanowski there joining us there for his best at the Matawatu Dogs there. So we love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhounds.
Now, the 2023 Tab Adelaide Cup game will responsibly call 1-800-858-858. It's an extended giddy-up on a Thursday because we'll be covering the barrier draw for the Tab Adelaide Cup tomorrow afternoon. This man has been the man that has kept us all up to date um, when it comes to South Australian racing for, I don't know, we're getting a little old now, Lincoln Moore, but for over a decade now, as I say good morning to you, welcome to Giddy Up. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, it's probably closer to two decades, mate, so it is a long time. What are we doing today, mate, at Strathalbert? And then I'll have a chat to you about the Adelaide Cup and I'll see if I can get a tip from you um, before the barrier draw. Yeah, Strathalbert today. Uh, I think there's a good thing in the first race for mine, Rebel Mistress from the Leon McDonald Stable, um, race one, number 11. This horse is uh, just crying out for the mile. Uh, caught the eye last week at Balaclava. They throw this horse from 14 to to the mile today. Tegan Voram rides from a good gate. It's not a flashy price, but I think uh, getting a winner in the first is always a good start of the day. So pretty happy to be on uh, race one, number 11, Rebel Mistress. Have you got anything else for us, Link, at Strathill? Yeah, there's one one a bit later in the day that I'm pretty keen to back each way. Um, race six, Chosen Miss. This is a former Victorian, was with Simon Wilde, lobs uh, with David Jolly, who we know the Grand Syndicate horses do so well here in SA. And really liked this horse's trial last week at Morpheville. was sort of Went the line unextended in a troll that I think um, had some nice horses in it. Uh, draws a wide gate here, but this is its home deck. And um, we've had a bit of rain in Adelaide over the last 24 hours, last few days. So um, going through a trek board again, it's two. Well, it's been in the money two or three on soft tracks, which only gives me more confidence. I think they they went up about $8. She's about $5.50 now, but I think she'll run a, a really big race here first up in SA. Race six, number eight, chosen miss. And in the Adelaide Cup, Barry draw tomorrow. Kiramar and David Eustace have the two favourites in Grand Promenade, who looks tough to beat for mine. And also Persan at $7.50 that trialled really nicely, I thought, the other day at Cranbourne. Tomorrow at $7.50. Gora Sympathy is at $11, who, of course, took out the Launceston Cup there the other day. Highland Jackson, good form at 11. Military Mission at 11. And Stars of Caramel at 11. But, geez, I can't see the two... Um, David Eustace, Kieran Ma, train gallopers getting defeated here in the Adelaide Cup. How do you read this year's Adelaide Cup, um, Lincoln? Yeah, I think clearly they're the two. They're the two best horses in the race. They're the best performed. They've both run through Melbourne Cups in their progressable, you know, throughout their careers. So the only thing that probably brings them back to the field a little bit over the two miles is the weights. Obviously, a few down the bottom get in this race pretty well. But I think the fact that Jamie Carr opts for Persan is a massive push. Um, she's ridden Grand Promenade twice and won both times, but well, he loses nothing with John Allen jumping aboard. Uh, they're the bookings there for the Mar and Eustace stable. Clearly, the two best horses in it. I think um, the value in the race might be Stars of Caram. He's an interesting horse when you go back over his record. He's won one race. That was the uh, the Vars on Cox Plate Day in 2018 when Winks actually won her fourth cup. So we're, we're going back a little bit, but this horse has run second to Vic Darby. I think he's Showed the other day um, in the Lord Rings, which is our traditional lead-up. He was really strong at the end of 3,200. And look, the two at the top have got to give him sort of five and a half, six kilos here. So I just thought stars of Karam each way is probably not a bad play in a race like this. And yeah, there's look a couple other the real nice storylines. Ahmed from the Stokes Stable, they're going for three cups in a row. This horse, um, I think, is ticking along all right. And I think Phil's had this in the uh, back of his mind for a long time. So um, remiss to sort of... Uh, disrespect that horse. I thought Glentanius from the Freedman Stable, if it comes, um, yep. would be right in this race. It was really good behind So Unusual there a couple of weeks ago in Melbourne. It missed um, running last Saturday. It was 
both entered here in Adelaide, uh, here in Melbourne, sorry, and didn't run. So whether there's a hiccup there or whether that was by design, I'm not sure. And there's a couple of really nice um, local angles should they all get a start. Our, one of our uh, bright um, apprentices, Alana Libsey, will get a ride. And as yours is the same, she'll ride a roughie. And Callum Murray will be on probably the pick of the locals. Sabono, Callum's obviously a well-travelled uh, jockey who sort of found his groove recently. Sabono, I thought, was really good the other day. But, yeah, the top two, clearly the two to beat. And I'm pretty keen to uh, chuck stars at Caramin there somewhere at this early stage. We'll chase up our great mates there um, from Australian Bloodstock with Glentanius to see if that galloper is going around at $17. But, yeah, can't wait for the Adelaide Cup. Miles Fitzner will be in Adelaide with the Barry draw, along with Claire Lindop here on SEN Track tomorrow um, as we look forward to that Barry draw there for the Adelaide Cup and start the build-up to the big day there on Monday. Good on you, Lincoln. Thanks for that, mate. No worries. Catch you tomorrow, Gareth. There's Lincoln Moore. Mitch Lewis uh, joins us, as he always does on a Wednesday. Help us back a winner in South Australia. Mitch, first of all, Strathalbyn, what are we doing today, mate? Take it away. Uh, yeah, Gareth, let's kick off in race two with number four, Finn Golfin. So, First start for the Clark and Stable. He's actually an ex-James Cummings horse come from Victoria. Uh, he was super, I thought, in a recent trial. They made him work wide the trip, uh, and he still won the trial basically untouched by Todd Panel. So Todd Panel sticks. Um, he is drawn wide, but I'm not too concerned because I'll, I probably want him to keep off the rail here at Strath today, and he's got probably a little touch of extra speed from some of these others. So I think he can find a good position and control the tempo of the race. So race two, number four. Then what are we doing, mate? We'll go race three, number 11, Party Princess. So I thought she had horrible luck when she was first up in a stronger level maiden last start at Morfittville. She got badly held up from the 300 to the 200 before she hit the line pretty well. Uh, up to 1,200 today and second up, I think, really suits her. And she's drawn in barrier five. So last time, I think she was drawn out in 13. She's got a lot more options from five here today. And I like the booking of Stubby Holder on because I think he can just put her in a good spot. And I'm expecting there's going to be a hot tempo that they can just sit off and sort of be the best late. There's also one in this watch, one to watch in this race, Gareth. Um, Debutant number 12. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name. I'm not game, but I'm just interested to see how Brett Davis goes about it if the horse presents in the straight. Could be a little tricky one for him to get, navigate that. <laughs> you deliberately did that, done that, uh, have done this, haven't you? Because you want me to try and pronounce it. So... No, 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 that's okay. We can wait. I'm, I'm also going to make sure that they ban tags from trying to say it as well. All right, then. Um, what race is it again? Race three, number 12 is oh, okay. the horse that I'm making a yes. joke about. Yes. So I'm with race three, number 11. Yes. I won't even try that. Not even on Giddy oh. Up. We won't try that. Um, no, I wouldn't. I'm, and, I reckon we stay clear. They've yeah. done well How did that get through, through by the way? Uh, you'll have to ask higher heads than me. I'm not yeah. sure, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not game to speak of it. If it's a, if it looks a chance in a race one day, I might just let it go to the side. Yes. All right, then. Um, so race three, number 11, and race two, number four. Is that all there, Mitchy boy? Oh, look, I was going to come on and tip race five, number three, a lot of fun. I thought it was really good first up, uh, but it was 3.20 this morning, and it's quickly come into 2.50. Uh, probably 2.50 is around the mark. I'd be willing to go. I thought it was a really good bet at 3.20, um, but I think she looks a nice type, and she'll go well. So just watch the market on her. If you're getting plus 2.50, I think she might be worth a bet later in the day. Race five, number three, a lot of fun. And I'll pick your brain tomorrow about the Adelaide Cup. Looking forward to it, Mitchie Lewis. Thanks for that, brother. Thanks, mate. Have a good day today, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. You can catch Mitchie Lewis on Twitter, Mitch Lewis at MitchLewis101, or head to formguidebreakdowns.com to get all of his work. 
Let's catch up with our man, Butch Castles, of course. Find your next Kiwi winner at loveracing.nz. And don't forget to live it up for the 2023 Tab Adelaide Cup. Monday, March 13, should be a beauty. SEN track will be there. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. But on a Wednesday, this man never really lets us down, Butch Castles. Um, uh, G'day, Butch. We're at Taupo. Taupo, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, that'll do for today. Sorry. And uh, it's... uh, down in the centre of the North Island. Good fields today, pretty yep. even across the board. Later start, ideal for you guys. And for that lunchtime first race, uh, 210 to 604 for us. I thought we'd go the first. Number seven, Bell Samina, should be getting the job done today. Uh, the last two have been very good in running second. Gets uh, up uh, to the 2,000 metres today, which strikes me as ideal uh, for this one. Lightly tried uh, four-year-old son of Savabeel. And uh, Mum was a good race mare as well. So I've uh, had a bit of support, 280 into 2.30 with us. Drawn well uh, should, uh, in my opinion, be winning race one. So that's number seven, Bell Samina. And we'll go to the last as well. So we'll see if we can top and tail the day. Number one, Nest Egg. Look, model of consistency. 1,800 metres. Uh, ideally, it might want 2,000. But I just think the way they ride Taupo, they tend to get going. There's a sort of a, uh, they come up a hill into the straight and they tend to uh, get uh, on their bikes at about the 600 metres. That'll suit this bloke down to the ground. Michael McNabb, no one riding better than him at the moment and uh, I just think he'll get his just desserts after some strong placed efforts and what is not an overly strong race. So we'll go the first, number seven, Bell Samina and the last, number one, Nesty. Bush, we just did our top ten jockeys that have competed in Australia in the last six months and um, with our with our team on turn the foot to kick off giddy up on a Wednesday. If I ask you this question, McNabb or Bossom, um, fighting for your life, you've got 100 horses these days because you're one of the biggest owners in New Zealand. If you could put one of those jocks on um, and you had 100,000 betting responsibly on one of those horses, um, which one would you go? Oh, absolutely no question. I wouldn't bet for Bossom. It was a stupid question asking you that question. Good on you. Good on you, Butch. Goodbye. See ya. There's there's Butch Castles there. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles, and more. Time for a break, and then we'll continue on. Bag of tips on this Wednesday. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Bag of tips. Now, Jack Dickens has sent through his best at Sandown. His two horses with the midweek masterclass there yesterday with his staking plan have been both scratched. So he's got... Two other horses that he's tipping us into, including his own horse at the Mailbag Bloodstock. Race six, number four, Boss Queen. $100 a win on that galloper with his $200 staking plan and hoops. Race seven, number 13 for Danny O'Brien. So race six, number four, race seven, number 13. It's right on 9.30. Let's take the news. This is Bag of Tips thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel in Country Victoria. And today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, our great mates, the world's favourite online betting company. Gamble responsibly. Call the gambling hotline on 1-800-858-858. Thanks to Tassie Racing. Bear Robertson joins us to go through his best at Launceston tonight. Hello to you, Bear. Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? I am well. Are you confident or are you still a little bit nervous about the inevitable um, heading towards the All-Star Mile? Yeah, I haven't stopped thinking about the inevitable for the last three three weeks, mate. So, yeah, I'm, that's probably my prime focus at the moment, worrying about how it is. But um, hopefully we can still find a winner tonight. All right then, mate. What are we doing then from a punting perspective? Uh, 
race seven, number five, Zulu Angel. It's had a really good prep um, this time in. It was really unlucky in the three-year-old race on Lonnie Cup Day. Probably got through the line as good as anything. And I just think from barrier one, Perez has just got to hold his spot in the first couple of hundred metres. And I reckon it's got more upside than most of these. And race seven, number five, Zulu Angel will be getting the money for us. That's a good push to kick off proceedings. Bet three, six, five. We're getting around 280 for Zulu Angel. Yeah, nice price. Um, and earlier in the night, there's a, one of the Scotty Brunton trained horses. This horse has been crying out for the mile. Scotty's accepted in the class one when he actually could be in a maiden. So it gets down the weights a bit. I don't think it's a strong class one mile. And race three, number eight, Aussie Warrior, I think will run an improved race tonight at about $15. So you can back it each way. So race three, number eight, Aussie Warrior. It, Scotty mate. Brunton has a bit of, uh, has as good as record as the Hobart sides travelling to Launceston when they play football, hasn't he? He's not like, Launceston's not his track, is it? Was no, that a bit not, harsh? No, no, that's very true. Um, stats will back that up. And you know, I like a statistic, Gareth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think this race doesn't have a, I just don't think there's that much depth to this race. And I just think Aussie Warrior, I, I know that, I've seen it work on Sunday when I was down there checking out the inevitable and I know that it's working well. So I think you'll see an improved run tonight over the mile. And how is the little champ? He's good. He's uh, he's carrying a bit of condition, which I actually like it when he's uh, carrying a few extra kegs. So um, he's like, yeah, he's in really good frame of mind. He had the cameras down there for a few okay. days, part of the documentary. So um, yeah, he's strutting around like a peacock, Gareth. So yeah. he's going well. We had the mailbag boys on along with Alan Edres today talking up a, a big game. There'll be plenty of pace on in an All Star Mile. Don't worry about that. So make sure yeah, he, like he's that. yeah, make sure he's fit enough. He'd um, definitely fit. He'd be the fittest horse in the race, Gareth. Love it. Go and get them, Bear. Good luck tonight. Thanks, mate. Queensland you, is mate. your place to race this year. We're at Doombin on a Wednesday afternoon, and our man Chris O'Nelson joins us. G'day, Chris O. Morning, Gareth. Um, what are we doing? Can we make some money there? I think we can. We've got uh, we've got a good four at Doombin. There look, might be a shower later in the day. They're tipping towards uh, late and early evening, so we'll just keep an eye on that, but Certainly not the case at the moment. Good for nine and a half metre rail, which you would think would suit those up on the speed. And it probably will in the shorter races, but it's not impossible to come from the back of the field. Okay, race two, number 15, different road. One trained by uh, Chris Waller. Gets a run now with uh, the scratchings. I was quite keen last start and I was still quite keen in the run. They got to the home turn and unfortunately uh, the horse clipped heels and, and almost came down. But I love the way he picked himself up again and got going to the line. He was only beaten four lengths. He should have been a lot closer than that. So we think, well, I think he can uh, he can back up and run really well today. So number two, a race two, number 15, different row. Looks very hard to beat. He's just busting to win his maiden. Then we'll go right to the last race of the day. Race eight, number 12, Shah of Goma. We'll probably start uh, just in black figures. He's a progressive type. Jimmy Orman and uh, Chris Waller combined here. He was a last start winner at Eagle Farm over 1,200 metres. He was quite strong to the line then. He gets the 13.50 here. Gate one looks a little bit uh, concerning with the rail out so far for a horse that will get back. But if there's a man that can find a gap in the straight, it's Jimmy Orman. So I'm sure he'll get the horse through. And if he does, I think Shah of Goma can send us home winners in the last. So they're the two good bets, two number 15 and race eight number 12. And just one at double figures, race three number 11, Alpha Lily. She's been around the mark of late. Forgive her latest run. She didn't run the mile out. She's had a little freshen up. She's back in distance. 
I think she's well placed here, Alpha Lily, and she's around ten dollars. So have something each way. Race three, number eleven. So race two, number fifteen. Race eight, number two. Race three, number eleven. For Chris, uh, race race eight is number twelve. Oh, race eight. No, I do have race eight, number twelve. There, Sheriff yeah. Coma. Race three, number eleven. Alpha Lily. I'm just looking at my notes from yesterday. Um, Shane Curlio. He was saying that we've got to back one at a price. And mm-hmm. I'm just having a look at if the Galloper is still in. And I've just got to get the right meeting up. Um, race, <laughs> That's all right. There's a few going. There is. Birmingham, $23. He reckons Jimmy Burns a big plus. What race are we in? Race two, number two. That's two, number two, Birmingham. Eight starts, two placings. Last start, Eagle Farm. Beaten a fair way, but yep. didn't have a lot go its way. So, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't knock Shane there. He could certainly have something at those odds. Good on you, Chris. Oh, he could run a, a close a close second behind different road. It'd be nice. Now, <laughs> the, the first horse, um, a few text messages coming through. Race two, number 13 is scratched, unfortunately. Golden oh, I mean, 15. It's 15. Or 15. Did I say so, 13? It's definitely 15. Yeah, no, different road is out as well now. Oh, it's out now too? Yeah. Crikey, when did that happen? That just happened that as we were speaking. So, so it is out, race two, number 15. Well, there goes everything. Multis, the whole works, Gareth. It's all yep. gone out the window. So we'll, we'll have to stick with the other two. We're working beautifully today. Shah of Goma, $2.10. <laughs> it's definitely going around. Good on you, brother. That's good to hear. Thanks, Gareth. There's, there's Chris O'Nelson. Queensland is racing. Action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit uh, racingqueensland.com.au. The Western Whisperer likes the one. And it is Desania, race three, horse number three there. And the play for... Peter Anthonis, he likes race six, number three, awesome chatter for Adam Durant, Pinjara, I should say, this afternoon. So race six, number three, awesome chatter, around $2.40. The other play that he had was race two, horse number six, and that was just so sassy, around $7 there for the Casey team. So that's the story there at Pinjara this afternoon. Swan Hill trots, race two, number, race four, number two, Sunny's amazing, race four, number two, and race seven, number one, lose a shoe. The best there for Darren Carroll. The Greyhound Super Series presents the Country Classic Saturday, 18th of March. Simon Orchard's got a couple for us at Wentworth Park. Race five, number three, Charlo, and race nine, number five, Screaming Jet. Race five, number three, race nine, number five, the world's richest middle distance race, the Country Classic Saturday, the 18th of March at Dubbo. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. The Watchdog, he's keen on a few today as well, Watchy. And just going through his best, we kick off at the Meadows. Race 8, number 7, Lover's Bale. So it's race 8, number 7 at the Meadows. Bendigo, race 10, number 4, Diesel Fit Her. Ballarat, race 9, number 7, Barney's Aladdin at Cherelgan. Race 9, number 4, Got the Lot. The Watchdog's best bets there today across the Victorian Greyhound meetings. That is bag of tips. Now, our mailman at Bathurst, he says you'll send through the tips in just a moment. So I'll read them out when we talk about um, some of the big issues in harness racing with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer when we face the breeze on this Wednesday here on Giddy Up. It's 941.